0: Hiller, Are you listening? Are you uncomfortable?
1: Glad you're here. I'm Shan. And I'm Ben. That's all we got. Welcome back to another episode of Are You Uncomfortable? In this episode, we'll be talking about toxic relationships. And before we get started with that, we would like to thank Bart Caldwell for being a monthly supporter. And if you would like to be a monthly supporter, go to our anchor page and there should be a tab or a spot where you can choose to be a monthly supporter for our podcast and we would appreciate that and we love everybody's support in that area as well so um with our episode today we do advise a listener discretion advisory because some of these things may trigger emotions that you haven't thought about in a long time or it's just something that you um aren't very comfortable hearing about. Um, but, listen, and, we'll go for it.
0: (laughs) Um, so, what's the most abusive thing a guy you liked slash dated has ever done to you? What happened to make
1: him do that to you? So, back in seventh grade, um, I liked this guy. And, We'll call him Mark. Just because it's, uh, it's not his real name and it's just kind of a general name. Um, I liked him and I thought he liked me too. And I was just kind of messing around. And I kind of uh, like nudged him with my shoulder. And it kind of made him fall like against the wall. Because I had walked into the choir room. So... I like saw him, I nudged him and he kind of fell back onto the wall and then he freaked out and came after me and he grabbed my wrist from behind and was starting to lift up my arms, like while holding my wrists, pulling my arms back and he wouldn't let go. I was screaming. The teacher was even in the classroom. Uh, I was screaming. I was like, let me go. This hurts. Stop doing this. Like, I, you know, I tried to get him to stop squeezing my wrists. And then I heard a pop. And that's when I really freaked out. And I was like, let go right now. Like, I was like, I'm going to kick you in the dick. Like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, like, I was just trying to get him off of me. And I was in so much pain. Um, And while he was grabbing my... Wow. When he was... Like squeezing my wrists and pulling them back, I was walking upstairs at the same time. And this guy is taller than me, too. He's like, fuck, I don't know, I was probably five foot four, five foot five at the time, and he was six foot something. Like, he's a tall dude. And so, of course, it was easy for him to do that while I was walking upstairs. But he still wouldn't let go. The teacher didn't get after him. And then once he let go, uh, because I had to pick up a binder for choir, which had, like, all the music in it and stuff. I had to pick that up at the beginning of class, whatever, you know. Just routines of the class. And he finally let go so that I could pick that up. But when I went to go pick it up, I couldn't even pick it up. My wrist, like, my hands didn't work. He squeezed my wrist so hard that it actually tore the tendons and ligaments in my left wrist. I couldn't use that wrist for a month. And I was in dance at the time, too, so that really sucked. Um, so, and But sorry. you
0: you liked this guy? Yeah, I liked this guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jenna. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, and I continued to like him even after that, which was weird, but, you know... fine you think you like this person but they're really toxic for you but i'm over (laughs) him now it's fine it's fine um but yeah i even had him reported to the office and everything and he's kind of like a teacher's pet to everybody even the principal and vice principal like everybody loved him and whatever but he was really a psycho um (laughs) so he got removed from all the classes that he was in with me which was Pretty much the whole day. There was only, like, maybe two classes that we didn't have together. And so he was completely taken out of all of those. And then I went to go and talk to the vice principal. And I was like, yo, I understand you removed him from my classes. But is there anything that he's even, like, getting in trouble for? Like, is he even being, like, punished for this? Because I can't use my wrist over here. Mm -hmm. I can't even play my violin mm-hmm. because I was in orchestra at the time and he's not getting punished for this and he's like well by the like law of the state we can't tell you that and i'm like well i'm the one injured here and he just pretty much got a slap on the wrist and that's it and i was kind of mad as about that as far as you know yeah as far as i know i didn't see any type of action like the police weren't even called the police weren't even brought to the school at all either and i think they should have been because i would have freaking written him up and pressed charges because that's freaking harassment and me shoving him with my shoulder was nothing compared to what he did to me
0: you were just like trying to be flirty
1: yeah i was <laughs> like hey you know and then he got all pissed off like it was like i saw a whole other side of him and he just went completely ape shit and just Lost it, I Maybe guess. you triggered him. Obviously, I did. My porn shoulder, I'm just kidding, was a porn shoulder at the time. But my shoulder was, was making him real mad. <laughs> <laughs> and even to this day, he thinks he didn't do anything wrong. He does not believe that he hurt my wrist that bad. I mean, I still can't even, like, lift up super heavy things with it either. Like, it's still not fully repaired because he tore the tendons and ligaments in it. So, that was, that was my very first bad experience. And I've also never been in a relationship, probably because of that. Because I'm afraid of what guys can do when they're angry.
0: <laughs> right.
1: <So>. Um,
0: <clears throat> probably the most abusive thing that a guy has done to me...
1: Mine are all, like, mentally. Yeah. Mostly. So what are some examples of emotional abuse that you've experienced? Um, well, let's
0: go to, let's think. There's so many. <laughs> yeah. So many guys I've liked have been so rude to me. Um, And you don't really see it then until you get educated, really. Um, You don't realize that someone is being mentally abusive to you. I remember I liked this guy who was in my art class. He had been in, like, multiple classes with me from, like, like, this was middle school, but he had always been rude to me even. I still liked him, though. And <laughs> Why do we like mean guys? <laughs> I don't know. Something's wrong with us. <laughs> but I remember he used to make fun of my ears. Dick. I remember my mom put highlights in my hair. And he made fun of my highlights.
1: He can fuck off.
0: I know. And he was just always, just always so rude. And, like, degrading hmm And I still just didn't see it. I just...
1: Like, this is the... I don't know
0: why we tell kids that when someone's mean to you, that's them liking you.
1: I don't understand Because it.
0: then we just put that in our heads that, oh, he's being mean to me. Oh, he likes me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, that's great. I love this. This is This is how it's supposed to be. I can deal with someone being rude to me because he likes me. Um and my most mentally abusive relationship um was a couple years ago
1: that's a few years ago <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah. it was a long time ago but we dated for quite a while we lived together and uh, a lot of it is a blur because i've moved on a lot from it and i've just i'm like that's not part of me anymore That's just not, he ruined some self-love for me. And I've had a hard time getting that back. Mm -hmm. I've healed a lot from that. So, but he was pretty awful. He always wanted me to let him know where I was going, who I was going with. And, you know, I tell my husband now where I'm going and who I'm like going with or whatever, but it's out of respect where he was just asking
1: to, he wanted
0: proof. Yeah, he wanted proof of where I was and he wanted pictures of where I was and videos of where I was and he just always wanted proof that I was just actually doing what I was doing. And I had never lied to this man, so I don't know what I what was doing wrong, first of all, to have to
1: be babysat all the time. Yeah, <laughs> We're like this isn't how relationships work, dude.
0: Yeah, and I would come home, and I'd be so excited to see him, and he would just walk right out the door. He's already mad at me, and I just walked in. I haven't even said a word to him, and he's leaving.
1: we are like, bro, I've been at work all day. What the hell's up your
0: ass? (laughs) Yeah, I went to school for eight hours, and then when I wasn't at school, I was at work, and usually those were eight to ten hour shifts, just depending on what, you know, shift I was working, but Mm -hmm. it's just... It's hard to come home to somebody that you're excited to see, and then they just are, like, already mad at you.
1: Yeah. For no reason. You're like, what the hell did I do? Yeah. <laughs> like, did I accidentally piss in your cereal this morning? Like, for sure. Like, <laughs> what did I do wrong?
0: <laughs> it seemed like that's always how it was, or he'd be, like, playing video games, and I'm like, hi, like, I'm home, and he's mm, not say a word to me. So I'm just like, okay, like... Fuck me then. It's like, shut up,
1: bitch, I'm playing just, the video games. I'll
0: just go to my bedroom. <laughs> I'll just go fuck
1: myself instead.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he always thought I was cheating on him, always. I never cheated on this man ever. You and I never cheated in your life. At that time, I don't think I would call him a man. I would call him a boy. Little pussy
1: ass bitch. <laughs> That's the real word for it. But
0: most of that relationship really is a blur because I've just, I'm healing from it. And one of the things that is still kind of hard for me is, um, I remember him making fun of me during sex once. And so that has really been damaging to my current. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel bad because my husband should be able to just eat you up. <laughs> OK <laughs> just he should just be able to have me not broken. yeah and unfortunately, I'm still healing from that and it's been years and I yeah. should just be fine and well, I don't know why I, you know I don't know why we do the things that we do, why we stay with people that make us feel like shit
1: 24/7 <laughs> because well like you said, the other day, you were like, "Well, you're not looking at the bad parts of the right. relationship and the bad days. You're looking towards the good days and the fun times, and you're right. All yeah. of that. I did say that. Yeah. So that's that probably is, why. <laughs> that is why because,
0: um, yeah, we had good times. Yeah, you know, and I did look forward to those good days with him, and I looked forward to just being with him when he wanted me, (laughs) yeah, I wanted to feel wanted and I was looking forward to those days where I felt wanted. And then
1: with those good days, you're like, oh, maybe he'll change. Maybe he's going to do better. Maybe he's not going to try and walk out on me today. You know, whatever. Maybe he but, won't
0: pack his shit up today and put it on the bed. When I day haven't day. done shit that day to him, I come home and he has all of his stuff out on the bed. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm like, are we breaking up? Are you moving out? Are we doing both? Like, what is happening? <laughs> what are you doing? Because I'd like to know so I can plan for my future. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Freaking idiots. Mm.
0: But I'm glad I'm in a stable relationship now. Now we need to get you in a stable relationship.
1: Yep. I've been single for 20 years. <laughs> Shut your face, Jenna. <laughs> uh, oh, God. Oh, but I do have to uh, <laughs> tell you a story about how you're like, oh, um, how we're taught when we're younger that if boys are mean, then that means they like you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, <laughs> Me being a stubborn ass, whenever boys were mean to me, I would just be mean right back to them. So, like, in high school, if boys were not necessarily being mean to me, but they are like, being mean to other girls or, like, the teacher or whatever, Mm -hmm. I would, like, just stand up and I'd be like, shut your fucking mouth. Like, be respectful. And that's honestly probably why I didn't get a lot of dates in high school, because I was telling all the guys to be a decent fucking human. But no regrets.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know, and after that relationship that I went through, when someone, when a guy was rude to me, I didn't take nobody's shit after that, guys. Like, I was like, no one's going to treat me like that ever again. I'm never going to go through that ever again. I will not stand for somebody treating me like garbage all day long, every day. And so if someone was rude to me, I'm like, you know what? I think you might need to work on yourself, because that's not how you treat a woman. And I don't know who taught you how to treat women, but that's not how you do it. Yeah. You're
1: like, you need to go and get some lessons there, boy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So what would you do with the knowledge you know now about abusive relationships um, to be cautious with other
1: relationships in your future? Oh, shit. Well since i've never like been in a like serious relationship um i think it's very important to really have your boundaries set and communicate because for me communication is huge if you're not communicating with me even if it's like you know you're busy and you can't reply to my message just be like hey i'm busy right now talk to you a minute, whatever. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of communication and you need communication about everything. If you don't have communication at the beginning of the relationship when you're just talking or just going on dates, you're not gonna have good communication later either. This is true. And so when I'm looking for a guy to date, I'm like, okay, is this guy- (laughs) Let's just
0: make you a dating profile right now. Pretty much, pretty much. Jenna is single and she's ready to fucking mingle.
1: (laughs) But what I'm looking for is, like, a guy that actually has the ability to keep a conversation going. Because, like, yeah, I suck at conversations on texting, but in person, I could talk all day. Literally. That's why we have a podcast, because I just want to talk and talk and talk.
0: This is true. Jenna could have her own fucking podcast. I could just leave this and she could just talk
1: her little... Mind away, just so you guys would be here for hours. That's true. That is true. If I had my own podcast where it was just me, you'd probably hear me talking for hours. Not even <laughs> going to lie, because I have so much shit to say about one thing. And you're so opinionated, and you just... Anyways, <laughs> let's get back to that. <laughs> yeah, so what I'm looking for in a guy is if they can communicate and hold a conversation. Now, over text, it's like, it's hard to... Have a conversation because you don't know the tone of voice they're using. You don't know if they're being sarcastic. You don't necessarily know if they're being flirty like or if they're just, you know, whatever. You just don't know how that person is talking. But regardless, you should still be able to communicate efficiently over text as well. You know, stop having those stupid dead end conversations. Nobody wants to go on a date with you if you're just like, hey, what's up? That how are me, you? Though. Every five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I know, that's how I am too, because the guy's like, I feel like the guy should be able to like, say something, especially like, if I'm talking to you first, I'm like, hey, how's your day going? And you're like, good, how's yours? And I'm like, great. Like, what did you do today? And then I'll be like, nothing. <laughs> it ends right there. It ends right there, because that's just boring shit. You're like, okay, this conversation she's <coughs> conversation isn't going to go anywhere because you're just like nothing. (laughs) Like, wow, what did you sit in your bed all day? Like, did you go to work? Did you go to the gym? (laughs) Did you eat some good food? Did you go grocery shopping? Like, just tell me what you did for your day, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not that difficult. But anyway, so I want communication, able to do well. You know, just dead in conversations every five days. <laughs> and like somebody that like reassures me because I don't know, I probably get this from my mother, but I have anxiety and like I oh, fear are. that I'm not good enough or that they don't like me or like my feelings are only one sided and they don't have the same feelings for me or Whatever that is, you know, that also kind of ties in with communication. But I need reassurance and I don't want to feel crazy for asking for reassurance because I know that is kind of a stereotype that like girls asking for reassurance is them being crazy, but it's not. Guys need to understand that, yeah, girls might seem a little crazy, but honestly, if you're just open and honest and reassure them, they'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, honesty, and reassurance, and communication is probably the top three things that I would look for in the guy. Because whenever I am asking for reassurance, I don't want to feel like I'm crazy. I want them to be like, okay, I understand where you're coming from, this is how I'm feeling, or this is, you know, whatever. I should be able to have that reassurance without feeling like I'm fucking psycho. (laughs)
0: Kendall probably thinks that I'm, like, a little crazy sometimes because I'll, like, like, ask him a question. I'm like, are you sure? (laughs) Are you really sure? He's like, yeah, it's fine. You're good. Like, everything's (laughs) fine. I'm like, are you really sure, though? Like, and he just takes it like a champ. So apparently you need someone like Kendall.
1: (laughs) Obviously. Is there any good ones out there still? (laughs) I took the last one. (laughs) Damn it! Damn it! I gotta He's go to a different country now. <laughs> <laughs> gotta go find me a Dutch boy or something. I don't know. Go to a different, <laughs> go to a different country to find somebody that's half a decent person. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. I'm fine being single. I'll find the one eventually. I'm okay. We'll get through this. <laughs> <laughs> you will. You'll find somebody. Yep. I'll find the man of my dreams. Hopefully before I'm 21. So that's in like seven months or less. So slide my DMs.
0: Get at her. I've been getting a lot of friend requests on Facebook. Have you? No. I have. I'm like, is this from our podcast or where are you people coming from? They're
1: probably adding you because you're the cuter one.
0: (laughs) Shut your face. No. Ugh.
1: (laughs) I can't even with you. Self-love, Jenna. Self-love, baby. That's what it's all about. Okay. So my question for you is, how do you want to teach your kids about abusive relationships and how to, like, kind of navigate their life in choosing healthy partners?
0: I actually tell Callie all the time. I say, if somebody treats you like shit and tells you what to wear, don't. Even give them the time of day. Mm -hmm. If somebody's going to tell you, like, how to be.
1: How to live your own life.
0: Just, like. Drop them. Yeah. Be done. I actually, um. And I tell her, like, you know. So we grew up in a Mormon household. So Mm -hmm. we didn't get to wear tank tops and all that jazz. And she wears tank tops all the time, like. We're a pretty open household. Like, you can wear pretty much whatever you want. Whatever you're so comfortable. So, I'm like, if somebody tells you, like, to cover their your shoulders, like, you can tell them, like, to literally just, like, fuck off. Yeah. Because your body is your body. Nobody is going to
1: tell you what to wear except for maybe your parents. <laughs> and even then, maybe they're a little crazy and they just don't know yet.
0: <laughs> I mean, we're not crazy though. We're no. just like, cool, you want to wear that, uh, those weird pants with that weird shirt? Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Whatever you're flying, fly, girlfriend. <laughs> and you want to wear them with those rain boots? Okay.
0: I got you. We're going to go out in public like this. Let's go show everybody.
1: Oh, hell yeah, girl. You rock that outfit.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, our mom kind of did that too. Like, she let us wear, like whatever patterns and shit we wanted to put together. It's true. Which I so. wish she
1: would have saved me with some of those because <laughs> right. some of the You're outfits like, I wore were like, oh, what Lord. What the
0: hell am I wearing in that? We're I like, know. Why did
1: you let me wear that? She's like, You wanted to. You, like, hello. I wasn't going to fight you about it. That's what she always tells <laughs> Or like us. when
0: we cut our hair too short, we're like, why did you let us cut our hair too short? You wanted to cut your hair. I know, but you should not let me. <laughs>
1: I know. I was like, Mom, if you're listening, which you are, you should have warned us about cutting your hair short. <laughs> we have all the regrets now. It's not a good look on us. No. In second grade, I remember I got my hair cut to my ears. I looked like a boy. Mom would let me get mine
0: as short as yours because she knew that my ears were too big for that. But it's fine. She's like, no, Shanna. You can't get your hair cut that short as Jenna's. I'm like, why I want to be twins with Jenna? We're twins. We're getting our hair cut the same. We already decided. No. So, I mean, she did stop me somewhat.
1: That is true, but I wish she would stop me. (laughs) Jenna's like, I'm fucking going for it, boy. (laughs) Shave that shit, too. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. But I think that's an important thing for children, to know that if they're comfortable wearing something, they should have every right to wear that. Because, I mean, I remember when we were younger, we couldn't wear tank tops to the dinner table. Yeah. And, I mean, looking back at how our life was, yeah, that's understandable. And
0: it made sense then. Like, we were just like, okay, like, this is annoying, but we'll go put a shirt on. Like, out of respect for our parents and what our mom wanted... We obviously changed yeah and so like if Callie was wearing something that was inappropriate we would probably be like you know what you probably need to go put a different shirt on yeah whatever I mean as she gets older that will probably be something that we have another thing we have to work through yeah so
1: we'll just see when we get there it just depends on the situation honestly But, but it did take a long time for us to be able to wear like short shorts and tank tops out in public
0: I think I was, like, um, a senior when I actually got to wear short shorts. <laughs> wow.
1: Well. I would
0: change. Like, I remember when me and Cass would hang out, I would wear her short shorts. So I would, like, go to her house, put on her short shorts, and then we'd go places <laughs> because, you know, my mom didn't want me to wear short shorts. And then I would wear tank tops at her house, too. So a little rebel over here, guys.
1: Yep. (laughs) I remember when we were first able to wear, like, uh, short shorts and tank tops out in public. I was spending the weekend at our grandparents, and I was going to go on to the base, the military base, out here with my aunt and cousins. And I was wearing short shorts and a tank top. And I was, I think I was about 14, maybe 15. So, you know, whatever. I was a young teenager, And my aunt and my grandparents all told me that I should put on something different. Because if I'm going on to base like that, all the military dudes are going to be looking at me and trying to get at me. Which I thought was super disrespectful. I was like, no, no, no.
0: That's like another form of a toxic relationship. So we're not too far off of our subject.
1: That is true. That is true. (laughs) Because I should be able to wear what I want. When Short I want shorts are not a big deal. Where I want. No, it doesn't even matter who's around. As
0: long as your cooch ain't hanging out
1: and yeah. your your butt cheeks are like fairly in there. Yeah. Like <laughs> and you don't have too much cleavage. I mean, like, I don't know, I was like 13, 14. Like I wasn't wearing like super big push-up bras to make me have like loads of cleavage. Like, i just I was a conservative child, like. I rarely have my cleavage showing, and the tank tops that I was wearing didn't even show cleavage, so I just thought it was kind of rude Plus it's to tell like me what to wear. Your fucking legs, what the hell matters? Yeah, and if those military dudes are hitting on a 13 or 14 year old, they're There's pedophiles. wrong with
0: them, not you.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Why is it that we have to blame the girls for wearing something when it's all in the other person's head of how they react to that person wearing that certain outfit. You know? Yeah. And just, it blows my mind.
0: (laughs) Let's like teach the men some respect here. Yeah. I'm sorry, if you can't control yourself around a 13 year old and you're like in your 20s or whatever, like you're obviously too old for them, there's something wrong with you and not that 13 year old.
1: No. Like oh well, that thirteen year old was wearing booty shorts and a tank top. Her porn shoulders were showing. Oh whoop de do! Keep your pecker in your pants. Yeah, <laughs> that is a good way to, good way to, uh. So that, that, you know, <laughs> just keep it in your pants. Uh, that'd be great. So, <clears throat> with that, I think we will end. Yeah, and thank so, you. And
0: I would like you guys to do some research on some toxic relationships and
1: yeah. the different forms of that. So thanks for listening and catch us at are uncomfortable.good at gmail.com and find us on Facebook and don't forget to support your local podcast. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye.